Yo, what's up, guys? It's Kale. Hey, what's up? It's Reno. It's your boy Rebel G. And I'm Ira, and today you're watching Creative Muse. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I guess I just want to say thanks, Reno, for coming out. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, you're a rapper from the Sioux City area, yes? Yeah, locally, yep. Very that's cool. Me. Very cool. <laughs> How long have you been making music? Man, that's a. Uh, that's a hard one, right? That's a hard one. <laughs> For any musician. For any, yeah. I mean, like, since a little, little kid, but, like, I guess taking it serious-wise, uh, 2017, so only a few years, oh. technically. Oh, so, okay. like two years. Yeah, but, like, that's taking it serious. I've yeah. always, like, done it as a hobby, yeah, right. but I was never, like, yeah, like, I'm going to take this as a career Like a career, career path. path. So what, what changed? To be honest, uh, I got asked to do a, a show before I had any music released, and they told me, like, oh, just a... A ten minute set at the beginning, oh. and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna see if people actually like my music. Yeah, and uh, I performed uh, two and a half songs. Like one song was like cut in half. Mm -hmm. Nice. And everybody liked it so much, and it was like so cool, like performing. And uh -huh. literally, I started getting booked from there. And at that point, I was like, oh, I could really take it this to a career. Now that I'm starting to get booked without even having any music out. Yeah, oh, that's dope. Without sure. even like really marketing yourself yeah. necessarily. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's Where was really that? Cool. Where was your first My very show? first show was, um, man, was it? Sioux City Conservatory. Oh, cool, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was um, a winter, I think it was called Winter Bash. Mm -hmm. It was with um, uh, to El Tony, do you, if you guys remember him. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. He was a, a younger kid. He, he was like in high school and he was hosting shows, like hip-hop shows. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of them got sold out and he did like a little local documentary oh, dope. about other artists wow. and then um but yeah yeah so that's how really much cool. like collaboration have you done with like people in the Siland area collaborations that's actually really small I've done mainly the people that are really close with me so mm -hmm. um I'm pretty sure you, young Rambo mm -hmm. I've collabed with him we and him have a, a collab EP we've had done since last year nice and we're still waiting to like to release that one and then I've done a few collabs with uh, a close friend named Zypher, which was yeah, on the... Yeah, he's on your song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the album. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was mm -hmm. And uh, me and him have a collab EP as well, and we're going to be um, releasing that probably next year, next two years. I don't know. Awesome. Nice. That's really cool. <laughs> huh? I did notice you're with DistroKid, right, for your distribution? Yes, DistroKid. Okay, nice. I I'm doing the same thing. I recently... Well, yeah, I mean, it's really great. It's One free, unlimited songs. Yeah. yeah. All your content up there. Yeah, I, w I was stuck in between... TuneCore as well. Yeah, I I've did TuneCore for a few Core. years before. It's, it's it, it gets pricey because they charge yeah. like twenty five bucks a song, fifty bucks an album. Yeah, uh, that's um, that's what I was like looking yeah. at. But I was like, I was trying to think like the long term effect. What was gonna help me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like then I saw like DistroKid like puts like your music on like TikTok and on everything. All the, all, on Just, everything. Yeah. TuneCore yeah. doesn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like it's easy. And then like Shazam, like it's easy. Yeah, to, it's on there too. Yeah, people can search it. Yeah. So, like, I really looked at, like, the long term and what was going to help me benefit. Like, mm -hmm. right. and, and plus, if, if you're looking at making money of it, like, the, the royalties are about the same. Yeah. And you're paying the TuneCore up front for a fee that, you know, you just have a subscription, yeah. basically, you know, on this mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was a big thing was, like, also the pay was I was trying to look into uh, TuneCore, like, does it um, pay more since I'm paying more for my music? Yeah. Right. And then, um, when, and then I realized, I was like, it pays yeah. pretty much the same. So, yeah. DistroKid was hands down, down right? what I had to go with. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, like, part of the process, too. Like, one of the things with Creative Muse is we kind of talk about both the process, but then also the intuition side of things. Yeah. Like, the feeling of things. 
And uh, so, you know, I guess maybe just to speak a little more about your process, you did mention you do a lot of pretty much everything yourself or try to do just about everything you can yourself, yeah, right? I do. I do what I can. Um, there's times, uh, obviously, like YouTube will have mm. beats. And then uh, if not that, sometimes I've uh, gotten beats and I'll add on to it. Nice. And just like, I don't know, small stuff like that. Hell yeah. Because sometimes making a beat, I'm pretty sure, you know, like, yeah. it's hard to get in the rhythm of it. Yeah. Uh, Some of them you, like, play so, back and you're like, oh, I did I that. Like, what, like, <laughs> you know, like, what was I doing? Yeah. You're like, in my head, it sounded way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even at the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. even when you're making it. Yeah. That's part of the development. Yeah. It's part of the development is going back, listening to your stuff. You're like, this is trash. But I can use this little piece yeah. and, you yeah. know, incorporate it with someone else's right or whatever it's the way i've heard it described before is it's like having a junkyard of ideas mm-hmm. because you do just want to have all these ideas that you can go to because right like i meet you mm-hmm. i might have a beat that works really well for you that there's no way i could be on yeah you know, i agree with that yeah so so that's definitely the strength of like collaborating and, and having that junkyard of ideas just having a bunch of them that you're like some of them you're like man that's whack like that's, mm-hmm. that's oh, not man. good. <laughs> but, but you know what? Sometimes some of those you can actually salvage. Yeah. And then go back and be like, oh, like, because you're, you know, after some, having some more experience, yep. your ear is different. Yeah. You can go back to something you're like, I don't know why the I did this. But <laughs> but now, but now you know, you, you can hear the music. I'm like, oh, I can flip this this direction and yep. then it'll be dope. Yeah, I can add know? this sample. I yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I've done uh, stuff where I flipped it and... Uh, for instance, uh, I'm sure you guys heard the first song, Ugly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, You might have to kind of remind me a little bit, but yes. Uh, it was like the intro, um, but uh, it was very, I guess, like a sad song. But uh, yeah. uh, originally, it was auto-tuned, like mm. all the on, way through. On, on the hook? Or? Uh, on the hook, on the verse and everything. Yeah, cause and, I actually, because you mentioned that, because that's one of the few songs that doesn't have auto-tune on the hook. Yeah. And then oh, I, I, I like, I was like... Uh, we had like auto tune. It sounded okay, yeah. but then I was like, um, I guess sense of emotion. I didn't feel the emotion. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel like people would vibe with it. And then um, I thought I was gonna have to redo everything. Yeah. And then um, I told my engineer like, Hey, take uh, the auto tune off. And as soon as we took it off, um, and I heard it, I was like, Oh, I'm like that has way more feeling to it. Yeah. So like I flipped it, and I was like, Oh, that was. Perfect. Who's your engineer? Um, his name is Mike. He's at Cat House Studios in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. And you said he has a lot of experience. He's been a lot of experience. While. He is the GOAT, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I try to engineer sometimes, and I've tried to do stuff all on my own. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, oh, super independent. I got to engineer and mm-hmm. be like Russ or something like that. Yeah. Right. But um, when I went to him, I realized how much inexperience I have and, like, how much I try to learn from him. But he moves so fast. Like, uh, there will be times... I'm rec- like in the midst of recording and I'm mm-hmm. telling him a slight idea. I'd be like, oh, I want you to pan my uh, ad libs like from both sides of yeah. uh, the speakers. And he's like, all right, I already got that done. And I'm like, whoa, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, all right. But it's also like, like he's just that yeah. fast or he's, he's just that done fast. It. So literally, yeah, like um, I watched him record somebody else. And uh, as like they're in the midst like, of recording, they're literally in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. He's already editing the vocals like as it's going wow and it's like nuts i didn't even know you could do that i thought i was like you have to record it yeah then go back yeah. and edit it and it's it's nuts That's dang crazy. it's a, it's that yeah. insight he just has that insight yeah. to just know here's the sh- here's my shortcuts and yeah. stuff like that myra i, I kind of want to hear from you i know you talked about how talent management is kind of something that you're interested in and yeah yeah we haven't really heard from 
what what do you do what do you yes right now i think like my passion is like networking and getting people to collab with other people kind of like now yeah and so i want to like i would love to be a talent manager or just like to help people uh, find the resources including people that they may need to to show off their work because everyone Mm -hmm. should you know if you got a talent let's show it type of deal so um so yeah that's what i've been working on with here but i kind of want to ask you like um, I asked you about collaborations, but what about mentorship? Do you have like a mentor? Or what do you a mentor? Uh, or like not even necessarily like, like a person that you see, but like I guess I asked you before like who you who you're inspired by. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, I'm inspired by um, a few people. Um, I say Chris Brown played a big part growing mm-hmm. up. Um, just like seeing him evolve, and then like, I kind of grew up with that artist, and yeah. obviously. Like, I grew up with, like, Michael Jackson. Mm. Devastated when yeah. he passed away back then. Yeah. Um, but I started getting into, who was the first? It was Hobson. He was oh. the first rapper I, like, got into. <laughs> yeah. And um, obviously I dug, I did, like, my um, research in hip-hop because then once I started from Hobson, I started going to, like, Tribe Called Quest, oh, Wu-Tang. Yeah. Uh, I studied, <laughs> yeah. like, yep, all the OGs. And um, I don't know, I was a big, like, uh Boom bap head, I guess. Boom bap, well, well, old bap, school. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't like that trap stuff. And I was yeah. an old head, and I was like in middle school just <laughs> downing everybody. I was like, <laughs> that was me when I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I was like, Tiger, man, he yeah. sucks. And this, <laughs> and that. I was like, but, yeah. <laughs> but then uh, as like I grew older, I started uh, liking more uh, unique sounds. So then, like I told you, um, XXX mm-hmm. oh, yeah. fell fell in love with his sound and how he approaches things. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, he did a little bit of everything. Like, he was, like, considered mumble rap. Then he was, like, punk rock. Then he was poppy. And then it was, like, uh, he did a boom bap with Joy Badass. Joy Badass song, yeah. It was, and it was nuts, like, I think to think. I that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, how he mm-hmm. bent uh, the rules of, like, hip-hop a little bit. So yeah, like, he, he, he kept his style. You know, like, no, like no, no matter what he did, he always stayed himself, which I think a lot of artists nowadays fail to have. Yeah. Because yeah. they they'll try to imitate what's hot. Yeah, yeah and true. that's like to to speak on social media. That's a lot of the influence that we think we like. You know what I mean? Mm. Like people are like gonna gear towards people who are more liked and have a better social media following right. and stuff. But people are gonna just like what they like yeah. at the end of it, and so it's better to just be authentic from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah just be I straight agree. up. I think w- one influence that I have, and you guys made me think of it earlier. Is Kanye? I mean, he's he's, oh, he's a Kanye's huge influence. big influence on me yeah, for my production. Yeah. He, is, he is nuts. I mean, like yeah. I, as a person, it's so weird to try to understand him. But like, yeah, exactly. Man, he. But I think it is because he is doing this authenticity, and he's also kind of playing a game a little bit. I think. Yeah, he he kind of. Like I think yeah, he enjoys trolling social media. Yeah, uh, I I could definitely see that. I could tell when he made that song with um, Lil Pump. Lil Pump. Like, oh, I love it. Yeah. When I heard that, I could tell <laughs> he was funny. trolling by his verse. Yeah. So I was like, you yeah. could tell when he's rapping. You could tell when he's but messing around. But that's cool. kind of cool. If I was an artist like at that you know status, yeah. I would yeah. love to just troll people and just definitely <laughs> sure. make I think, money off well, of it. Wait, anyway. what was that one song? It was um, 
it was like a beat playing, and then he said it was gonna be like the hardest verse ever. And it was the I laughed so hard. I knew he was trolling, but people were like, and you know, and that beat was so good too, which was funny to me. I'm like, damn, you gonna waste this beat on that? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, and like that's stuff that people will remember because they remember what they felt at that moment, and that's what he's trying to capitalize on. He wants to make people feel something, whether it's positive or negative. He doesn't care. He just wants you feel something because you'll remember it yeah speaking I, of like influences i feel like lyrics are like i think are super important it portrays mm-hmm. exactly like what you're feeling and even if you have a writer you are still gonna like be able to feel those feelings or have other people tune into those mm-hmm. i think one of the biggest influences is for me i mean like as far as what i listen to i'm not music you know person like you guys yeah. but <laughs> you don't make music. i don't make music. <laughs> music. Music. what i like yeah. you know is uh j cole he's like my favorite he's mm. i think personally i think he's definitely uh, j cole is dope yeah. to go, he's one of, one of the top five nowadays yeah i just yeah. my top five because he speaks on real sh- stuff yep. and yeah. and he's like not afraid to like just put it in your face and be like yeah it's this is it and right i think a lot of times rappers are just end up hating on each other, speaking yeah. on negative things. And that can be fun. You know, it can be fun talking, talking smack, on, <laughs> talking oh, smack on one another. Yeah. But I think, you know, to be a big influence like mm-hmm. that, you need to speak on some real things that are going to be hard to talk about and right. that are going to be controversial. Yeah, but that's a good sure. point. But kind of going, going off from that, I was, I was going to ask you earlier, so what, since you kind of mentioned your inspirations, right, as, a, as an artist, how did that help shape who you are. Me. Uh, yeah. So originally, uh, when I was younger, I wanted to be like a singer, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be." I was like, twelve years old, and I and I set a goal. I was like, "All right, when I'm 16, I'm gonna be famous, and I'm gonna be singing like Chris Brown." <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was singing my heart out, like I'd be like headphones in, and um, and my sister came up to me. She's like, "Listen, you suck, right?" <laughs> she's like, "She's like, yeah, you don't really have a chance if you're gonna sing like that." I was like, "Oh man." Yeah. So. I think that's where I like started uh, kind of downing myself, but then um, as like I got into like Hobson and whatnot, I would secretly um, write rap songs because then I was like I don't think anybody would take me serious as a rapper, and um, I was very skeptical because I'd write it and I'd be like Wow, this is really good, and then as I'm rapping out loud, I'd be like Oh man, this is really trash. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I wrote this. You, you feel like the cringe. Kind yeah, of I feel the cringe, like, and then yeah. um, it started off as like. Um, my first, uh, I guess, priority would be, like, I was, like, trying to focus on rhyming and oh, yeah. being on beat. That, mm-hmm. Like, I didn't care about what my lyrics were when I was little. Like, yeah. I was, like, 14. Yeah. And I didn't care what my uh, lyrics were. I said words that didn't even exist, but I was just trying <laughs> to make it rhyme, trying yeah. to yep. do uh, whatnot. And then um, eventually, as soon as that became easy, it was, like, an instant. Like, I could freestyle and it'll be easy yeah that's when the lyrics came into play and i was like all right i want to be clever and i started um digging deep in similes and metaphors and it would mind blow me to hear like something that went over my head and then like you go back and listen to it and you'd be like oh wow i didn't even notice they said that yeah yeah and it's it's just nuts so then that's where uh i guess my whole little lyricism came into play okay for sure and you write all your stuff all my stuff 100 percent. i uh i'm very big on that um like, for instance, I had a friend who always tried to help me be like, oh, you should put this instead. I'd be like, no, I can't use that. And I'd be like, um, that has to be 100% me. Yeah. Mm. 
That's authenticity, yeah. like, yeah. all the way through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, like, speaking on, on like, lyrics, who's your your favorite rapper as far as lyrics. lyrical content goes? Mm-hmm. Oh. Man, there's so many lyricists. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll tell, I'll tell you my favorite house. My favorite MC is Big Pun. Rest in peace. Big Pun. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. Boomerang. Uh, yeah, like Boomerang. That. That, that's that's, that's <laughs> Um, <laughs> dang, I'm trying to. So many yeah, good artists. <laughs> I feel like that's that's always like anytime that, you ask a, yeah. a music question, yeah. it's like, man, what am I being influenced by right now? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you know, it's, and it it's so change, it's so hard. It does change, it change. Yeah, yeah. so constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah at like, the moment for me would be um, after the party. Who's an R&B singer? But like, okay. uh, I heard a song called uh, I think it's called Bupropion. It's like a pill. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he describes like his relationship like the pill, and oh. he goes like, um, yeah, it's like a big metaphor and everything he says. Like I, it was weird. Like I had to break it down like a puzzle. Yeah, and it blew my mind when the when I found out what the whole song was. I literally had to like pull up the lyrics, <laughs> do like research, had to stop like yeah. the song, and be like, oh, what did this mean? And like, yeah, and his lyrics really like shocked me for an R and B singer because I don't, I never expected an R and B singer to be so. Lyrically, there. Yeah, inclining mm-hmm. that. And then his biggest hit is uh, "Numb," I believe. That's numb. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I might, I might have heard it. Yeah, yeah he he's good. jazzy, pop, like it's everything. So that I, I really enjoyed him as an artist, and uh, the cool thing I like about him is he's so like anonymous. Mm-hmm. So like you don't know who he is, you don't know what he looks like. Oh, so okay. like that's, uh, keeps it all secretive. That is crazy. That is crazy. That's that's the thing is like music is so transcendent of yeah. like who we are and really art we were talking about that on the way up here is just like art is really oh, transcendent yeah. like when you look at a, a painting or whatever and it doesn't i mean it, you feel something yeah and like, and it doesn't matter who you are like or what your perception is yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that like, yeah that's the thing everyone has their own perception so mm-hmm. like one thing will be beautiful in so many different ways you know yeah for however many people are listening to it or watching it or looking at it and it'll have a different meaning and, a, and carry a different yeah, purpose for mm-hmm. each person, too. Um, I know, yeah, references, I guess, is another thing that I always think is really cool in rap yeah. songs. Oh, like yeah. whenever And like what you said, like you listen to it the first time, you yeah. go back and you're like, oh, I get it now because I get yep. the reference. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, like I think, like I, I really like Post Malone, too. He's yeah, another, yeah. another big he's, influence he's a, for me. He's a dope artist. Yeah, yeah. And he has a, he has a line... Uh, no, oh, where he says no jumper, and, and, and you know Adam twenty two, yeah, 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 Adam twenty two. So he he says no jumper. He's like uh, something about basketball, but I'm I have no jumper, and you're just like, oh, oh yeah. that's a reference right there. Yeah. And I didn't get it until I had seen the podcast, yeah, and I yeah, knew about them. So uh, yeah, I did a, a a similar thing. I did a a reference or like a little homage. Um, so my last song, No Face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of people told me when I was first getting the chorus done, they were like, oh, it reminds me of a kind of like Trippy Red. Mm. And when I heard that, mm. I got inspired to, to like start my verse. Yeah. And um, uh, do you know Trippy Red's song, Love Scars? I don't. I'm not. Yeah. So that's like his Gino's, big so. brand and like his big main hit song. Yeah. yeah. And um, so in the beginning, I was like so dark. Uh, I just, I said I put my uh, pain aside of my art. I'm um, just trying to mend my own broken heart, and they really think I'm trippy with my love scars. And oh. then, like, I said that as like a little homage. Nice, <laughs> that's cool. Right. 
I, I love it. doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah it's, like we've that. been we've been on that lyricism thing like for real right now. Oh yeah. Like trying to come up with really good ways to say things and um G and I too have also been on this kind of positive wave of just yeah. like we really want to be yeah. positive inf- good, positively influential. Good vibes, good energy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Good people around. Good vibes, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Cuz we kind of yeah. talked about that on the way up. Like sometimes you you don't know how much like a negative song can like affect people. Mhm. And it's just being all put out there, and people are just gonna take it in, you know. Right. So putting out those good vibes, like key. It's, but, it's huge. But then we also talk about how, like, like you know, those. You kind of need. You, you gotta know, get you that stuff out too. Yeah. yeah. Like. Like it's like, fun. It's just fun to listen to some of that. Yeah. When you're stuff. working out, yeah. you're pu- you're in the gym. Exactly. Or oh yeah, like some hype hype music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah like some some hard stuff like Rick Ross, you know. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so I I wanted to ask. Because you, you say you had 18 songs and then you cut it down to seven on the album, right? Uh, so yeah, what, now it's at eight songs. Yeah. Eight songs. Okay. So what? What? Uh, how, how did you go about that? Like, what? What songs that you did not want to showcase and, um, what, and what made the, the album what it is today? Yeah. Uh, my big thing is uh, like I, uh, I'm skeptical. Like when I'll listen to like, J Cole for instance, mm-hmm. his KOD, yeah. and I I loved like his meaning behind it, mm-hmm. what he was trying to go. The only thing I thought I personally thought he lacked on it, but like I didn't like bash on him for it. Yeah, um, was his diversity. It all stuck nearly the same. So yeah. then, like yeah. at a certain that. point, I felt kind of bored, and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll listen yeah. to the rest later. Um, and me, I wanted because I'm a new artist, and I'm trying to get people engaged, right. hooked to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't want to sound the same. So, like, I would have some songs where it's like, oh, that kind of sounds similar to this one. Or yeah. uh, I flowed similar to this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want that. I really want every song to stick out and be different. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I love that. That's important, yeah. That's because awesome. some people yeah. aren't going to care like you do. They're going to just put it out, and they're going to be like, it sounds dope. It sounds like, you know? Yeah. And it's going to sound so repetitive, and people are, you know? Like yeah. DJ Khaled. Yeah. 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 It's dope. This another is the one. dopest. <laughs> it's the same formula, like, it's always just another one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, and uh, something that I've heard a lot, too, is ultimately you are writing the same song, like, over and over and over again. Yeah. And so you are going to have some songs that sound really similar, but there's more albums. Yeah, you, know, you you put out your sophomore album, your third joint, oh. you know, whatever. Like we've talked about, like like writing an album as like your alter ego or as like yeah. your you know second. I don't know if you like want to Igor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah writing like yeah. second person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Like just creating a story in your mind that's not even real. Like just getting that like creative flow going with whatever you have yeah. and some people want to be more structured and that's okay but you, like you said there's always just another album there's always another project definitely or collaboration yeah. or feature anything tyler uh the creator yeah. has that that line he's like he's writing these songs about other people he's such a effing faker yeah and and that that line like really sticks out to me because like yeah i mean you can take a different person's perspective and write a song yeah and like that is really cool being yeah. able to like take that and showcase it even though it's not necessarily your experience like you're still like telling a story yeah it's like um Joyner Lucas yeah write perspectives on like other people yeah. yeah and I thought that was nuts that's what makes him him personally unique is yeah. he goes mm-hmm. such in a story mode mm. 
definitely. Yeah. I really love I love it when people tell stories. Like Hakeem has that one track that's like nine minutes long. Oh, mm-hmm. that's who I was and gonna say. My first show was with Hakeem. That's oh, what it was. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you opened up for him. I opened up you for him. It was okay. it was his it was his show at the Winter Bash, <laughs> hosted nice. by El Tony. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, we've been talking to him too. So yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna book him. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- Hakeem. He he's dope. Uh, I didn't. I never got. I had a, like a full conversation with him because gotcha. you know he's a busy man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's gonna cut my hair. <laughs> he's on a podcast. <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just remember I got offered. I I had to say yes, obviously. And then um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was nuts to like share the same stage with him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Those are right. opportunities that, like, the ones that kind of just come and you're like, I have to do it. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Take them. Yeah. But it's we've fake. also talked about how, like, when you do meet people like that that are influential or have a big following or whatever, like, it's good to be able to just be authentic with them and mm-hmm. just be straight up. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I love that when I meet somebody that, like, everybody's like, oh, that person's so amazing. Like, what was it like to be in the same room with them? And I'm just like, I mean, they're just a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're a human being, day, too. Like, what's a... Oh, go! No, I was going to say, I was going to ask, because uh, I think one of, one of my favorite tracks on, on your project is You and I. You and mm-hmm. I? I really like that song. Yeah. And, like, was that was that song about your experience, or yeah. was that? Uh, so, basically, I was going through a really, really rough patch, and uh, kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know, just weird rough patch in, like, mm-hmm. a relationship. Yeah. And, um... I was like by myself, and I I think I was sitting on my kitchen counter. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting in Indian style, and I had the music blasting. I was like all my feelings, yeah. and um, that song just like came out, and uh, that was actually one of the fastest songs I've written. It was like ten minutes I wrote oh, that, dang. and yeah. it was uh, just like pure emotion, and that's and that's why I wanted to keep that song yeah. like on there. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. you, you can tell you you really felt everything you were saying. Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. I've had a couple songs come out like that, and it's it's the best feeling. Like yeah, you, you're like, like a, this is going on the album. I know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a question. It's not like you have to hunt through beats. You're just like, this is one of them. Yep, mm-hmm. I I knew instantly, and um, it felt like like I just got done working out, like really, like you know what I mean, like yeah, weights yeah, yeah, off yeah, your shoulders, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, like yeah. I felt like I could take a nap it's afterwards. Relief, I was right? like, oh, that feel, <laughs> this feels nice. Like, yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah. And that helps you like get through stuff sometimes. I mean, some people yeah. like. I mean, writing a certain song about a certain subject really helps you confront something and kind of get it out of the way. Yeah, that, or just like, you know, people write poetry. Um, I remember when I was younger, I had a counselor, and they told me to, like, write out, like, my feelings because, like, I had a little temper issue as as a kid. And uh, so then they would always tell me, like, oh, when you're mad, uh, write it down. Don't don't speak with your hands kind of deal. And I was like, all right, all right, there you go. I did too. My mine was more like arguing with my parents. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of yelling. <laughs> I've learned. I've, but you know, I've kind of learned. It's just like it's much better to have a constructive conversation and solve the problem. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. Know? Like that's we all want the same thing. We all want a resolution. So yeah. Like, let's figure out how to get there together. Yeah. And with everybody happy, you know. But, yeah. So yeah. with those songs that you have that you didn't put like that you I guess didn't make the cut are you mm-hmm. still working on them did you just um, set them aside some of them I completely deleted mm-hmm. just cause I was like um, it's good no. to keep them it's good to keep the yeah, I, yeah I have a big yeah. long storage thing of songs <laughs> I don't yeah. have released um, nice. but uh, yeah some of them I was like I could put for um, like singles uh, cause 
I don't know. I have a lot. Like um, before this EP, I had a an al- a different album that was gonna release, and it was called Burgundy, and it was a twenty song, twenty one, twenty two song project. Wow. And um, and then when I went back and like listened to everything, like because I had like skit, I had dialogue. I was oh, supposed to be like oh, yeah, a yeah. big like thing for Production. me. Mm-hmm. And um, as I listened to it, I was just like, oh, this doesn't really like. I feel. I felt corny listening to myself. So then uh, I was like, um, the, this didn't make the cut. So I threw the project away, but uh, there were certain songs I nitpicked. And I was like, I'm going to put these as singles for the future for 2020 kind of deal. Cool. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, she's going to do it. We want to write with you too, probably. Yeah, even, even if it's like small, I like working with people um, and being like, even if it's like I'm not on the song, but it's just like I got to be a part of it. Like, yeah. Whether it's like, say, you're making a beat, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let me add a guitar in there, and I play like a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoy doing small stuff like that. Like, I don't necessarily have to be there, but I always just like being a part of it. Yeah, that would that, that would be mad though. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this something just came back. I, I had it before, but I like yeah, go for it. Um, so this this is your your first project that you put out. First project to put, out, put yeah. out. So what what do you what do you foresee mm. going forward? Um, really good one. Yeah. Uh, Going forward, I see it as um, obviously I'm trying to look at it as more of a business versus um, before it was like a hobby. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking at what's next because the media runs so fast, like you know yeah, the oh, internet yeah. runs so fast. So like, what was it? Um, I think it was only like a week. Like my numbers were going up sky high, like more than I thought. I, I pictured only making a thousand streams, and I've made like probably over five, six thousand. Whew. and that's uh, good that's yeah that's and i was like stuff. for a first cp locally yeah, yeah, like yeah. and it was it was really dope and i was like all right but people are bound to find something new like you know yep. some people's attention spans are small they're like oh this yeah. is dope today but tomorrow this is going to be doper mm-hmm. kind of deal mm-hmm. yeah so now i'm thinking um future wise i know people like visuals so i'm yeah. focused on music videos as well as like that during that gap when i'm releasing music videos i want to release music as soon as I'm done with those music videos. Yeah. Yeah. So just it's just constant cycle. Being consistent, yeah. 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 That's, that's Any yeah. shows coming up? Consistent. Shows at the moment? No, I've been um, holding off on a lot of shows. Mm. So you're just like saying no right now? Or? Yeah. Like uh, I've been offered a few shows and yeah. um, i just been like focusing more on like making music because uh, last year I've done so many shows. Yeah. For a second, like I think it was for like for six months I was doing three shows uh, a week and like Dang. it took a lot out of me because then it would yeah. be like uh, I do a show in Sioux City then I go to Omaha then I go to Lincoln, Nebraska yeah. and I go like here like it just and then it felt like really long like even my me and my because I'd bring my friends with me mm-hmm. when we get back home we'd be like wow even though it was three songs in one week it was so exhausting and we were just like oh okay we're ready to go to bed kind of deal yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, Can dang. Be, yeah. Well, and like sometimes it takes just days to recover from that too. Yeah. Like I DJ a bit, so I haven't really gotten to do my own shows yet. But yeah. that is one of my goals is to be on stage and be doing my own music. But like, yeah, even just after DJing, it's like you get home and you're just so worn out. And it's a good feeling at the same time. Like it feels very accomplished, but it takes it out of you. It's, you know? it's good good yeah. exercise. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I, I've heard. Heard. Yeah, depending on the, the crowd, because I I've had some where it's like I performed for crowds where it's five people, two people, mm-hmm. yeah. and I still try to have fun and oh, like got to. look at it as like practice. So like I'll kind of just make it more right one on one type of deal. But uh, you when can it's have a, a lot of fun with those people, yeah, too. it is fun. You'd be yeah. like, oh, I, I want a drink, and they'll buy you a drink, and 
I've literally shouted that out once and it, it, I was like whoever wants to buy me a drink can buy me a drink and to like midway through a song somebody's like oh here crown <laughs> <laughs> on the rocks and I was like oh, oh okay yeah right. but um that is pretty cool uh besides that like when it's like a bigger show like I feel I get like this like little rush of adrenaline mm. and it's like yeah I don't know it moves so fast like yeah. mm. my songs feel shorter but like I'm going through it and um I put so much energy and there's been a few shows my voice goes out like midway through my set or towards the end of my set yeah and um it's just nuts. And then, like, I still try to keep going. So even though my voice is slightly out, I'm, like, yelling even louder in the mic. And then people are, of course, getting even way more, more hyped. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, wow, he's really putting so much emotion. And then, really, I'm just trying to... <laughs> trying to get through <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's funny. But that adrenaline is, like, pushing you. Yeah, it further, pushes me. So, yeah. yeah. I did want to ask you about your tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. So what, in, what inspired that? Like, yeah. Uh, so I've always, like, I always told myself I thought I had a, a beautiful mind because uh, I tend to overthink things. I break things down a little too mm-hmm. much, more than I should, I guess, technically. Overanalyze. Yeah, I overanalyze everything. Yeah. Like, um, I I don't know how to, like, really put it into words. No, I know what you're saying, though. But, yeah, yeah, but it comes in with music, so, like, I'll break down, and that's what makes, I guess, my lyrics so, like, uh, lyrically inclined, mm-hmm. um, yeah. is I overanalyze it. I'll be like, um, or I need to think deep. What's going to throw them off if I do this and uh so since I thought I had a beautiful mind I wanted a that's why I wanted it right here on my head yeah and um I had it in um Japanese just because it was my favorite beautiful mind yeah. Yeah. well it says beauty beauty and then it's on my head for mine <laughs> nice that's I cool like it, yeah. have you ever had anybody that's been like oh you take life too seriously because okay. of that because of that yeah. um I have some people uh at work that were like oh uh, that's not real, is it? And then, uh, what am I gonna do future wise, or why would I do that to my face? And I'm, oh um, no, and I I didn't mean the tat. Oh, I more meant like because of how your mind is. Oh uh, yeah, because of the fact that like you you think of everything so deeply and like yeah. and really analyze it. So like it's something I've experienced is man, some people are not on that level. Yeah, it's not, a lot of people or they think act I, like they're not. Yeah, they they think I take stuff a little too seriously, and then um, I don't know. Yeah, people that have told me like I take things too seriously or um I need to calm down about some stuff and that's where um kind of the first song intro ugly I kind of exp- uh explain mm-hmm. is like I felt like I need to calm down just cuz like I felt like I was at a a state of like just pure darkness I guess mm-hmm. that that's why I I was writing that and yeah. um when I had the idea for faulty mind uh that's why I called it faulty mind cuz I feel like I'm a very uh mistaken person and uh, misunderstood, because mm-hmm. then a lot of people um, will misunderstand me and think like, oh, just because like I make music, they think I have a big ego, yeah. or they think um, take life too seriously, all that, yeah. all that other stuff. And people will come at me all different angles, uh, kind of attacking me just for mm-hmm. like what I do. And then it's just like I feel like I'm very mis, mis- misunderstood. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and right, like some people might look at your tattoo and ha- and feel a certain way because they're very like surface level. Yes, they're looking on the outward and they're not looking like inside. Yeah. Like we had a conversation at like I had a beard. Yeah, <laughs> and I shaved it down to this. But ultimately, like I was trying something out because I wanted to see what how people would react. Yeah, like traditionally, a mustache is kind of can be kind of weird. Yeah, and but when I've had that mindset of like, oh, mustaches are weird, they're creepy. Yeah, then when then when I shave. And I have a mustache. I'm like, oh, I look creepy. You yeah. Know? But 
if you're confident about who you are and you're confident and you're you're good with that, then those other people's influence doesn't touch you. Yeah. Because you're yeah. so you're so Yourself. you're just like, no, I look good because I feel good. And that's yeah. yeah. So you're and like you express it outwardly. Mm-hmm. Rebranding the mustache, you know. Exactly, that's it. the goal. That's what we're going for. Bringing it, bringing uh, it back I, in the thick style. No, yeah, I could exactly. I could understand that because uh, going back to the tattoo, like for instance, I got it done early in the morning, like yeah. as soon as the tattoo shop opened, and it was a quick ten minute uh, tattoo. And then um, I was hungry. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to McDonald's. And so I walked right into it. And you know, early in the morning is like bunch of like yeah. old people yeah they're getting their breakfast I, i'm in there and then um a, an elderly woman was right in front of me and she like takes her order and um like my tattoo is showing so like i'm, I'm like my hair's up a little bit mm-hmm. yeah and then i'm looking at what i want to eat and she looks at me and then i i, I just smiled at her like kindly yeah. and then um she looked at me like i was like some criminal she's like <laughs> I was like, I was like, dang! I was like, is this the reaction yeah. I'm gonna get now? <laughs> so like, it was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, like everyone else, I think it's uh, face tattoos are getting more and more common. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. nobody really reacts. Tattoos in general. Too. Yeah, just yeah. tattoos in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I go to work. They didn't. They did not care. I have t- like coworkers that have neck, neck, oh, neck tattoos, tattoos yeah. head tattoo. Like, so it's it's nuts. What do you do outside? Uh, I'm a casino dealer at Hard Rock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So deal cards, it's a little part-time job. No, you don't work today. Uh, nope. I have four days off. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Relax a little bit. Yep. Relax. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's an easy part-time job. Just cool. something uh, on the Gives side. You the time you need. Though. Yes. That that's what I wanted because uh, I'm trying to dive deeper into music. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't want to like go for something full-time. Uh, but I want something obviously that pays the bills. Right. Yeah. So you gotta it, be responsible. Yeah. 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 There's a certain point, like, yeah. you know, I hear some people they're like, "Yep, I'm just gonna go to my mom's basement, write this music. <laughs> yeah. She has to pay for my food. She has to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> she has to do my laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so, some stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, at a certain point, you like you have to do adult things. You yeah. know. Yeah. Like, grow up. Yeah. That's a How huge old are you point. Again? I'm 22. 22. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was man. like, can you even drink? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I, I don't know, met you maybe like two, three years ago. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was, um, when I first started performing, I was 20. Oh, okay, okay. it was like probably around that. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, because I remember um, I was getting booked for shows, and then some people asked me, they're like, okay, so like, since we got you booked, um, how old are you? And I would tell them, like, oh, I'm 20. And they'd be like, oh, okay, well, you have to have security walk you in, and then you're going to have uh-huh. to... Uh, you know get walked straight out yeah in and out kind of deal so then or even um sound check they'll be like all right you're gonna come in do sound check and then um you have to leave and then we'll tell you when when to like come back and so like Mm. it was kind of weird kind of a hassle to be honest yeah Yeah. um but it was dope to like be able to perform for like people that were older than me Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah that would be cool yeah yeah so this is something that i heard in a couple of songs yeah you you were talking about uh, like trying to break break the system that we're in right now and trying to u- unite people, you know, no, yeah. no matter what, you know, they are where they're from. Oh no, three a.m. Right? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So what what do you uh, what, that, what do you do for that or, or you or something you're breaking I, into? I want or? people to um, I'm, overall. I do have um, a message eventually, and the, this is just a start. So three a.m. was like my first message message, uh, um, but like I kind of did it like you know. Yeah. Like sneakily put it under there. Um, I love that. So uh, I basically want to talk about 
equality and how I feel like um, the system that we live in makes us not equal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the reason um, why is because there's such a, a fight for power, like the presidency. That's why I don't really dive deep into politics is because they like to rank everybody like rich, poor, this and that. Yeah. And then it breaks it down. And then they're against other people like we're like, I guess, rivals with China, Korea, whatever. And it's like, and then it starts becoming a race thing because then, you know, this person's from here, this person's from there. And then everybody starts like thinking, yeah, discriminating each other. And then I grew up um, bashed on by like all my cultures around me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like I'm uh, I'm Hispanic, but like Mm -hmm. I don't know Spanish. So then people would bash on me and be like, you're not really Hispanic, you're a white boy. But then, you know, say I hang out with, like, a group of white kids, mm-hmm. I'm too dark-skinned for them. Yeah. They're, they don't want to hang out with me. So then yeah. I'd go, like, anywhere else. It's just, like, like I don't know how to really put it into words, but... um. Why did you know, name it 3 a.m.? Because that's what time I finished writing it. <laughs> and it was uh, such a di- uh, deep song, and um, I wrote 3 a.m. and 423 the same night. Oh. And uh, the... It was right before, it was my very first studio session. And basically, the night before, I was like, man, I, I should probably come out with some songs. And so I had some songs, <laughs> and I didn't like them. Yeah. So then I was like, I got to do something new. So those, I like looked up, I was like on YouTube, I was like, uh, well, what's, what looks good? And um, saw 3 a.m., uh, well, I forgot what the beat was actually called, but oh, yeah. Yeah. it was 3 a.m. And um, instantly got hooked, uh, wrote that song, and got done at like 3 a.m., and then I was still in the mood to write. Like, usually I'm done after one song. Right. And I was like, okay, I, I need to find another song. And I was so driven. I was like, oh, 423 came up, and I, That's yeah, cool. just felt just the right instant hook. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just thought it would be funny to put, like, the time whenever yeah, I finished yeah, it. finished it, yeah. So is your Big kitchen snap. table the place you're usually at when you're the creating? kitchen table? Yeah, you said you. That's oh, uh, the at. counter. Uh, the kitchen counter. Yeah, the kitchen, kitchen counter. counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At my old place, yeah. Oh. It was yeah. my kitchen counter I'd sit at, and... uh I had a sound bar in my living room, uh-huh. uh, so it blast and like the floor would shake and everything. So like it would, yeah. I'm a sucker for bass. Oh, but um, me too. Yeah. yeah. So then it it blare yeah. all around there, and I'd be like sitting corner of my kitchen. Um, but recently, I usually uh, I have a desk. I'll, I'll write there. But sometimes, like um, to be alone from some people, I go um, in my basement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a shady basement, but <laughs> like it makes That's me feel best, weird. Yeah. yeah, but I'll like be like little in my own little yeah. bubble. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did want to bring it back to one thing, and then we're probably at a good spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I yeah. definitely want to talk to you more and more. Yeah. So like, we're we're definitely gonna have to keep this up. But um, back, going back to what you said about like just just the competition and like, yeah. when it comes to how we're all just in such competition with each other when if we think about it, like, the really big goals, the really big, huge, important goals, like, going to space or, you know, whatever, yeah. just for an example, we only accomplish those if we're all working together and yeah. if we're all, like, and that's, pushing towards uh, that goal. That's something I said in, like, 3 a.m., so yeah. um, uh, I told, uh, I said, uh, I'm more focused on, as a human race. I'm not focused as a nation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's where, like, the whole politics thing comes yeah. in because they're like, oh, right. we're a nation, so we got to fight for America, where we're, and then Trump's bashing on Mexico and this and that. Right. Like, overall, we're all human. And that's what I want to, like, tell people. Like, stop hating, like, European... I have a friend in Estonia. They bash on 
Americans. They're like, oh, they're so fat. They eat fast food all the time. Their uh, large drinks are like really big compared to their large drinks. So they'll bash on us for that. And I'm just like, all right, let's like put all that to the side. Let's focus on the bigger picture because everybody's so one track minded. And then I don't know. I feel like if, like you said, we all work together as a human race. we would really move forward in the yeah, world. That's a great Thanks. message. Yeah. Well, and we another thing is like maybe approaching problems or things that people have that are problematic and it and it doing it so in a healthy way mm-hmm. because confrontation is yeah. always hard though. Yeah. Well, but I guess it, what I would say is it, it, it doesn't have to be It doesn't have to be confrontational. Yeah, it can, it yeah. can be a conversation. You can you can like well, using that as an example like <coughs> drinking large fountain drinks or something like that yeah. maybe I have a friend who man they're just addicted to doing that and I can see that it has a negative effect on their health or something like that I'm not gonna be like oh you're fat you know, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna, that's not gonna help it's not solving anybody's yeah. problem yeah. it's definitely not gonna make them feel better about themselves so it's it's better to say you know hey like I'm concerned about you you know I care about you I see that you do this and I know that and and it, speak from experience or something like that i feel like that breaks so much down like you really get to the heart of it and you you really say okay like how can i help you i just want to make you the best possible Mm -hmm. person that you can be and if if you don't want it that's fine you know that's where we end you can't like control people's reactions and people are going to take it as confrontational even though it's not in like your intentions are 100 percent real to just like make them a better person and some people's like mental Stability is not going to allow them to think that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's also important to just know, be you respectful You need to know yourself. where that barrier is. Yeah. yeah. And be once respectful. you hit the people's barriers, then yeah, then that's usually where. But yeah. also Getting planting seeds mm-hmm. and knowing when you can say, hey, this. And if they don't maybe deal with it at that point, mm-hmm. a lot of cases people will down the road. Yeah. Or, but, or you hope they will. Exactly. And art, that's all you can do is hope. Yeah, just hope, yeah. But in your art, there's like, there shouldn't be no filter, you know what I mean? No filter, just. Right. Like, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Be authentic, be you. Yeah. Be you. Gotta, gotta yep. be you 100%. Yeah. Uh, but um, other than 3 a.m., the uh-huh. uh, other message I had was um, uh, if you heard, obviously, Ugly and No Face, it was the intro and outro. Mm-hmm. Um, I ta- I'm talking base, baseline of uh, depression and stuff. Because that's something I feel like that's really big in this generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's a lot of, like, suicides that go on. Or just people that secretly hide that they're depressed. Mm, and yeah. it's, like, kind of sad to see. Because then, like, they act like a way different person. They yeah. numb themselves. They, with... Yeah. And I want yeah. people to, like, connect with me. Um, so, like, no face. I really come forward about that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And I feel like that's, like, a small situation. I want to talk over and then go about the bigger picture which is human race yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah it's super awesome that's and, and then but i think the song before no face you 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 mentioned that you feel separated from people uh separated um as far as uh, uh oh in no face you mean yeah w- yeah. yeah i think it was no face like you, you, you feel, um, feel i feel like separated um not. yeah that was towards the end of the verse um i felt very separated just because um that came in with with race mm. um like, like, I grew up uh, moving house to house, so I kept going school to school to school. Yeah. And I kept being the misfit kid that was in the back. The and, um, yeah. yeah, I was the, the new kid every couple months or every year. Mm-hmm. And um, at a certain point when you get older, nobody talks to you. Everybody has their group of friends they talk to. Yeah. So I grew up very, very alone. 
and I felt very separated. So then I grew up observing everybody more, and I felt like that's what put me in the mind state I am now. Yeah. It's like instead of growing up typically where like a lot of kids in high school were partying, hanging out with friends, doing typical stuff, I was very like watching everybody, mm-hmm. and then like observing and then really just thinking about yeah. things. It's cool that you figured out that that can be a strength. Yeah. Because I know, like, my brother kind of went through the same thing. He moved from Nebraska to Colorado and back, and, like, it was so hard on him. But being able to say, okay, here's this thing that made me feel this way and flip it and say, yeah. but I'm able to observe people so easily, you know, like, that's really cool. Yeah. And then um, also also with, sep- uh, when, with the separated mm-hmm. thing, uh, yeah. I feel like that's something a lot of people who are either depressed or really sad, yeah. they feel separated. Yeah. Right. And so I felt like that was something that would be something everybody could relate to. Like everybody everybody at one point in their life feels separated from the world or too detached. Yeah. And they feel like, Oh, what what am I to do now? Like life life almost feels pointless and you have to kinda of break through that wall mm-hmm. to like yeah. realize there's much more to it. There is. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. There, Dude, yeah. I love the positivity. Yeah. That's, that's just <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I think we're probably at a good spot. Well, yeah. you thank you for having yeah. us. Um, thank you so much, Rena. We wanna, oh, thank you guys. We want to <laughs> thank Kwit for letting us use their space. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Jorge. Shout out, shout Jorge. Out Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> <laughs>